Hi guys, it's Joanne. Just real quick before we get into today's episode, I wanted to let you know that today's guest and I have done an episode swap. So while she's on my show today, I'm actually on her show today as well. So if you want to hear more of us chatting with each other, search for the Wish Well podcast and look for today's episode. Enjoy the show. You are listening to the Fancy Free Podcast, where my guests and I tell our most embarrassing, funny stories so that we all feel less alone in our imperfections and forge connection through vulnerability and humor. I'm Joanne Jarrett, and I'm your host. And today I have another fellow doctor guest, Michelle Dang, and she is an interventional pain management physician. She's also a yoga instructor, a Legree fitness instructor and Integrative Medicine Fellowship Trained. She loves all things fitness, health, and wellness. She started a women's health and wellness podcast in 2020 pre-pandemic, and she absolutely loves bringing to light topics related to health and wellness. Michelle, thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you so much for having me, Joanne. Absolutely. What did I miss? Fill in the blanks about who you are and what you do. As you mentioned, I am a pain management physician, but I did complete a fellowship training in integrative medicine. So for people who don't really know what integrative medicine is, I kind of call it a practice of medicine that incorporates everything. So it looks at the whole body, movement therapy, nutrition, supplements, all of that. So it definitely complements a traditional medical practice. I really enjoy what I do. I enjoy talking about it, teaching anything related to integrative medicine. And then my fitness background, fitness training definitely helps boost up integrative medicine. I love teaching fitness. It is my passion. It definitely has changed since the pandemic, not being able to teach at my studio anymore. And I did start a Facebook group for female physicians. So it's Fit Female Physicians. Love it. It has grown so much in the last year or so since I started it. And it definitely is my passion. Fitness has not always been a part of my life. Probably within the last six or seven years, I definitely have grown to love it so much. I mean, I can't imagine my life now without doing something fitness related. Yeah, I don't know that you would necessarily be, I don't know if honest is the right word, but I'll use it for lack of a better term, an honest, integrative physician, right, without focusing on fitness, because it is such an important piece to longevity and well-being. Exactly. Fitness, it's almost intimidating to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. They think that it's like these bodybuilders or you have to have a six pack or a 12 pack or whatever it is. But what I kind of say in my group is that fitness is uh, fitness and training. So fit is fit and training. And so we're all on our own separate journeys. Everybody's level of fitness is completely different. And what your body needs is definitely different than what my body needs. I was a gymnast growing up, so I've always been kind of hardcore athletically, but it almost created an all or nothing mm -hmm. attitude in me, which has taken a really long time for me to break. I felt like if I wasn't grunting and dripping sweat, then I wasn't really exercising. I mean, I literally remember going for a walk with my mom when I was a teenager and being like, this is an exercise. I was like, how am I going to get some exercise? I'm like running circles around her. So obnoxious. <laughs> And then I started running, but then I would run half marathons. And it's like, Joanne, you know what? You can just go for a walk for an hour and mm -hmm. not even be like sucking wind or sweating. And that is improving your fitness too, you know? Mm -hmm. And especially the, the whole mental well-being thing is such a piece of it. And I think some people are just so intimidated by it, but their definition is probably a little narrow and yeah. education would just, you know, reveal something more. Yeah, exactly. And people think that yoga or, you know, the slow movements aren't a good way to 
improve your fitness, but actually it is being in the stillness that that really does help in terms of overall health and, and wellness. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see that. Plus, <laughs> yoga is hard. It is. <laughs> All of yoga is like some form of plank, <laughs> you know, it's like a plank doesn't look like it should be hard, but it's really hard, you know, not all yoga is hard, obviously, it's some of it is just kind of breathing and relaxation, but a lot of yoga is hard mentally. <laughs> yes. All right, well, let's get to know you a little bit better with your rapid fire questions. What is your love language? Acts of service. I love doing things for people. And I love showing up for people in that way. And I love it when people show up for me in that way. Mm. I would be really interested to know if people whose love language is acts of service are more likely to go into medicine. It seems like it fits, right? We give so much of our lives for others. So yeah, it just makes sense. It has to be rewarding somehow or else it's just too depleting. Yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure. Okay. What TV show are you hooked on? Oh my gosh, so many. And (laughs) once I get started on a show that you know hooks me, I just can't stop watching. So just binge The Flight Attendant on HBO Max, which was great. Just binge Firefly Lane, which is also good. Dead to Me. I I mean, so many of those good shows on Netflix. And we just actually discovered that we had HBO Max, which was amazing <laughs> to me because I didn't realize that we had it. So just a side note, if you have AT&T, then you have HBO Max. Oh, really? Yes. For people who are like, oh, I don't have HBO Max, just see what your mobile carrier is. If it's AT&T, you probably have it and you just don't realize oh, it. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So Fly Tenant was really good. <laughs> oh, I got to check it out. Yeah. Okay. What is your favorite purchase from this year? Oh my gosh, the Peloton. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was a point of contention for me and my husband Mm -hmm. before the pandemic because one of my good girlfriends, she got the Peloton and she was like, you need to get it. You're so into fitness. It's a great supplement to all that you do. And I really wanted it, but he was afraid that I wouldn't use it just because I'm not a big spinning person. And Mm -hmm. so we kept arguing back and forth about this purchase. And finally, when the pandemic started and I couldn't go teach up my studios, I was like, I really, really need this Peloton. I mean, I have to get my fitness in and I go through phases with running. So currently I'm not really into running. So I was like, I need to find a way to get my fitness in. Otherwise, I'm just going to go crazy. So we agreed to get it. And like, I think I got it in May last year and I've used it pretty much every day since then. Wow. It's so great. So I'm like, that is probably, and, and afterwards he came to me and he was like, yeah, I don't know why, you know, it was such a big thing for us to get the Peloton. I see now how much you use it. And it just got in my head about it because I was afraid you wouldn't use it and it'd just be a waste. And I was like, he thought, oh he thought it was going to go down like it went down at my house where <laughs> <laughs> my husband is like, listen, I think if we are going to continue the subscription, you need to use the Peloton at least twice a week. And I'm like, oh okay. <laughs> It's so funny because I think he didn't think that he was going to use it. So he projected on Mm. me and thought that Mm -hmm. I was going to use it. So he's probably only used it maybe twice or three times since we got it. But seriously, I'm on it every day. And now they have the boot camps. And so I do the bike boot camps as well. It's great. So I love it. Best purchase ever. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. What is your best feature? So this has definitely changed over the years. And I think this all goes back to the Peloton. So I used to hate my legs because I always said I had like short stubby legs. I have a super long torso. I just feel like I'm very, you know, disproportionate. And I always said like I had a big butt. <laughs> but I think since doing all the Peloton rides that I've been doing, my legs have gotten a lot stronger. And so I kind of joke all the time about how I have these thick thighs and I love it. And so so whenever I wear pants and I can see like your quads are popping and you're like, yes, yes, yes. Like when I can see the definition it. in my thighs and I mm-hmm. attribute it really to just all the strength training and the Peloton rides I've been doing. Now I say I love my thick thighs. 
I love it. That's so cute. I too am all torso. I'm a five foot seven woman with a 30 inch inseam. So I feel you. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So I got to wear heels, right? And it's like, oh, I don't think I'm fancy. I just think I look not weird when I'm wearing heels, right? Exactly. Like I look, I feel like I'm more proportionate. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. Every single shirt I wear always comes up. Like (laughs) it's just crazy. Yes, it's so frustrating. I'll go to Old Navy and I'll buy tops in tall. The tall tops work and petite mm-hmm. pants work. It's so bizarre. It's like, <laughs> how did this happen? <laughs> I feel you. That's just, that's like me. Mm-hmm. But you figure your ways around it. Well, as you know, the point of this podcast is to tell our not so fancy stories so that people who may mistakenly think that we are fancier than they are, which we all are guilty of thinking when we look at other people realize they're not so alone in their imperfections. So what have you got for us today? Tell me a not so fancy moment. So my first one kind of is two in one. It's like a twofer. I am very clumsy and just things seem to happen to me. But I remember this one distinctly just because it was a twofer. It was the day of my son's five-year-old pictures. So we decided to do me and him, mommy, son pictures. Because the last time that we did pictures was when he was one-year-old. And so I was like, I want some mommy sun pictures. And so I love sunflowers. And so I had this whole like idea in my head that I would get a bouquet of sunflowers and go to our photographer and take all these nice pictures. I live in Houston, Texas. And so I had like a whole outfit picked up with cowboy boots. It was a super, super cute idea in my head. So cute. So I went and got these sunflowers from a local florist. They were beautiful. We went to my house. And where I lived at that time, I lived in this condo, the Washington dryer was in the kitchen. And so it had very limited cabinets and storage. And so I had Mm -hmm. vases stored on top of where the washer dryer was. And so the shelves were pretty high up. I had the bouquet on top of the washer. And then I was like literally on my tippy toes trying to get this vase up top. And so the photo shoot was scheduled for the next day. I wanted to put the flowers in the vase. Couldn't quite reach it because it was too high. So I'm like climbing on top of this washing machine, trying to like reach that vase on top. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine what somebody, if they were watching it me. sounds could- <laughs> very acrobatic slash risky. <laughs> well, and remember, I'm a, I'm a yogi. So I was like, okay, I can like stretch. <laughs> I, can yeah, I can do it. And one foot's on the ground and my knee is on top of the washing machine. I'm like using my fingers <laughs> to kind of move the, this vase. It's like, of course, pushed all the way to the back, of right? Of course, yes. And it's like the wire shelf. So I have my fingers through. Like in between the wires to try to like push it through. You're like tickling the vase forward ever so slowly. Yes. And it was effective and I got it. You know, I was like moving it and then like rolled off the shelf and hit my face. Oh no. (laughs) Yes. And I was like, oh my God, I broke my nose. Terrible timing. It was it was terrible time. It was like the day before the photo shoot. I had no idea. Like I, you know, like when something like that happens, you're afraid to look in the mirror because you just don't totally. know what you're gonna it's like, see. I can't. Right? Maybe I just won't face it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was bad. And so I was like, ow, that really hurt. I'm holding my nose right now as I'm telling the story because I'm remembering like how much it hurt. And I was just the first I could, could think of was, oh my God, I just screwed up this photo shoot for tomorrow. And yeah. I had everything planned out perfectly. And you know, as a woman physician, we're just like such perfectionists, right? So I was like, yeah, planning and perfection. It's like things just have to go this way because I control it. I control it to its death. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. And my background is like I mentioned pain management, but um, anesthesiologist. So I have no idea like what the nose, like like what a broken nose (laughs) is, you know, like, but I was like, I can breathe still. So that's good, right? (laughs) 
<laughs> so I went and looked in the mirror and there was like, it looked like I had smashed the side of my nose and it was, it was like a oh, little no. bit crooked in a way, like a little scratch, but it wasn't anything terrible. But I was just worried, like, is something broken? Do I need to do anything? Am I going to have black eyes tomorrow? You never know. Yes. Yes. I did not know. Luckily, I think, you know, I was very stubborn as well. And I just said, well, I'm not going to go get anything x-rayed. I mean, I'm I'm breathing fine. (laughs) It's not bleeding (laughs) out or anything like that. So I'm just going to move forward with it. (laughs) I am not going to load my kid up in his car seat right now and throw this day to the dogs. I'm just going to keep on moving forward. So then, you know, I put on a lot of makeup the next day. Everything looked fine or whatever. I took my son. We drove out to the country where... (laughs) where we were doing this photo shoot. It was super cute. I can't even remember exactly. It was like a creek kind of area by her house. It was very cute with the sunflowers and everything. So she had us like sit down on this ledge area, like a wooden ledge type of deck type of thing, and then some water or whatever. So I was sitting there and then my son was sitting next to me and I had like my feet kind of hanging off the side. Can't even see anything. I had like plenty of makeup to cover up my little bruised nose. And then I felt like the stinging sensation on my leg. Oh no. And I was like, oh, that's interesting, you know, smiling, taking pictures. And then I looked down and one of my legs was covered in fire ants. <laughs> oh my gosh, I would freak out. Oh. oh my gosh. So I'm wearing like brown cowboy boots with like boot socks or whatever. And so everything was brown. It completely covered like it almost looked like a sock. I mean, it was like, I don't know, a million fire ants. <laughs> oh, and they're all moving. It's just they're like the moving. creepiest image in my head. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. So did and did the photographer capture the moment that you realized your leg was covered in fire ants? No, she didn't, thankfully. <laughs> But I think like my son was next to me and he looked down and he was like, oh my gosh, those are ants. And so we all like, you know, jumped up real quick and I'm stamping my foot. I'm taking, I took off the boots and, and, you know, he was five. So he was, all he could think about was, oh my gosh, mommy, are you okay? Like he was really worried about me and he still remembers this day. But then, you know, my photographer stopped and she was like, oh, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I think I'm, I I think I'm okay. You know? And then of (sighs) course it takes some time. So like probably about five or 10 minutes later, I feel my leg starting to swell up (gasps) and I'm just like, oh my gosh, because I mean, it was like, I don't, I don't know if you can get talked toxicity from fire but I was I felt like I was you know toxic at this point you can you can feel the toxins rising in your blood and you're like oh yes. something something's wrong luckily I think we were almost done with the photo shoot but I told her just keep going you're like, you're like I will sacrifice for the beauty of this I photo know. shoot I was like I am still good I'm still good we're fine we're fine I'll give myself an EpiPen when I get to the car. Don't worry about it. I know. I was like, yeah, I, I'll be fine. So like she finished up the pictures and then we we get to her house and she's like, do you need anything? She might have given me some like steroid cream or something like that. And then we went home and it was fine, except as you probably know, if you're bitten by like a zillion fire ants, things will happen to your body afterwards. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it was like so miserable. It started weeping and oh my gosh, my leg had swollen to like twice the size of my other leg. Oh. I went to have brunch with one of my girlfriends and, and I told her <laughs> what had happened and it was weeping so much that I had to have it. I wrapped it. <gasps> She's like, um, you need to go to the burn center right now. <laughs> yeah. She was like, I mean, I, I unwrapped part of it to show it to her. She was like, oh my God, we were at this really cute brunchy place and we sat outside and I just had to, I had to rewrap it a couple of times because it was like oh. weeping through. But I still went to brunch. <laughs> You're like, it's, we're good. We're good. I'm fine. What? <laughs> what? My exactly. leg's practically falling off. I'm okay. Nope. Don't worry about yes. it. Yes. These waffles yeah. are delicious. <laughs> it was. It was worth it. 
Oh my gosh. Uh, so yes, here's the big question. Do you love the pictures from the photo shoot? Oh my gosh. They're so cute. No, seven years ago. Cause he's turning 12 this year. So, well, yeah. if you can find one so that we can put it in the show notes, I would love that. That would be fun. I'm Facebook friends with my photographer. So every now and again, the memories will pop up and then I'll, I'll tag her in it. Like, remember the time that my leg got eaten by fire ants? And so it's on, <laughs> I'm a hundred percent sure it's on Facebook somewhere. So I'll definitely send it to you. Awesome. Either you had ants on your leg or you had ant bites on your leg at the moment the picture was snapped. Oh, yeah. Makes my skin crawl thinking about it. (laughs) I don't know. I guess I don't spend as much time on the ground as I used to as a kid, right? I mean, we don't get on the ground outside Mm -hmm. all that often as adults. But as a kid, I remember a lot of times being like, I'm on an ant hill. And you realize it too late and they're everywhere. And it's Oh, yeah. And then you're like stomping your feet. (laughs) Yes. You're like, you look like you're, do you you know that scene from Tommy Boy where he he pretends that he's speeding, right? And he gets pulled over. But he pretends that he's, that there's a swarm of bees in the car. And yes. like, ah! We just watched that recently. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it so much. We, yeah. we quote Tommy Boy so much in our house that finally we had to show our girls, even though there are some scenes that are inappropriate. We're like, we don't care. We're just going to fast forward those scenes. These girls have got to know the scenes we're talking about. Like, yeah. <laughs> Actually, like we watched it a few weeks ago, and um, I've never seen it in its entirety. So that was oh. that was the first time that I've actually seen the entire thing. <laughs> That movie is a joy to behold. We have so many Jarrett family sayings from that movie. Do you have another embarrassing story or should we move on to the other stuff? This one's pretty funny. Probably the week before I started my third year rotation. My first rotation was in psychiatry. So I was like, okay, I get to like dress up and wear nice, cute clothes and everything. Right before I started, I was like, okay, I'm going to try to do an at-home wax. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) This always ends badly, right? Yes. <laughs> Word to the wise, never try to do at home anything because if you have the money, you can just go to a professional. That's what I learned over the years. But, you know, I was in my early 20s. There weren't as many waxing places available. So I read the instructions and, you know, it says to microwave like 30 seconds and then mix it. And, you know, you obviously don't want to get the wax too hot because mm-hmm. hot wax is quite dangerous. And I can't remember, I might have already like used this wax before or attempted to use it before. So it had like a layer on top that was like hard. Mm -hmm. So when you microwave it, that top layer, if I guess if you re-microwave it, it doesn't melt as easily. So I was microwaving it and it was like hard and I was like trying to poke it and it just wasn't melting. So then I kept microwaving. (laughs) So then you microwave the crap out of it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So again, early 20s, you know, very clueless at this point, never really <laughs> dealt with hot wax before. And so I kept microwaving and I probably microwaved this thing for like, I don't know, three minutes or something. I mean, something oh crazy. It's like a small little bottle of wax. I think I was like, either wearing a bra or like a t- like I was very scantily clad at this point. So I'm leaning over this wax on the counter and I'm like trying to poke at it and I'm looking at it directly at it. Oh, no. And I'm just like, it's not melted. And then I actually poked a hole through the <sighs> wax. Mm-hmm. And if you've microwave waxed a small amount of wax for three minutes, it's probably boiling. <laughs> And this is so bad, but like I leaned over and I poked it, it's boiling wax, exploded on my chest. <laughs> yes. Ouch. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. This was, yes. And so it was like all over my chest, my skin. And what do I do? Take my hands, try to wipe it off. 
Oh no! <laughs> what else? Oh, what else? Your do? hands are burning and your chest is burning. Can, oh, everything is burning. Totally sticking to you. Oh. Yes, and it like hardens immediately. Of course, like as soon as mm-hmm. I and I'm just like, what? What do I do? And I'm like, you know, everything is hurting and hot. I end up getting like second degree burns on my chest, like oh, the week my before gosh. I start my cyclo rotation. <laughs> Um, You're like, pay no attention to the second degree burns on the medical student's yes. chest. <laughs> and it was like right, like if you wear a necklace, it's like right where the necklace is, you know, like oh it's right on the chest. God. So you can't really hide it. I had to wear like gauze on my chest and I was dressed up, but like I had to wear like this button up shirt that was like a button all the way up to the top. <laughs> Like you could still see a little You're bit like, of butt. I don't usually dress like a school marm, I promise. I'm yeah. just trying to hide a mishap. I'll never yeah. That was like the last time that I've ever attempted anything at home because I'm clearly can't handle it. <laughs> and I can't read directions. So did it leave scars? Um actually no. I'm like looking right now. <laughs> Good. So. I'm so glad. Yeah. So, I mean, unfortunately, that's probably just like one or two situations of many that I've I've experienced over the years. This is reminding me of something that I feel I need to make a public service announcement about right now before I forget. Okay, you guys, if something falls into the bottom of your dishwasher, be very careful when you go to fish that sucker out because that thing that just looks like a metal thing down there is the heating element. And I got a severe second degree burn from that on my arm. And I was so shocked. I was like, it didn't even, it didn't even occur to me that that would be hot. It wasn't like red or anything. And it was awful. <laughs> it was like, so I, I, it's hot. <laughs> no, I mean, there's no, nobody tells you like, you know, you know, the doggone sippy cups, they have 16, 11 different parts to them. And you know, they're going to fly everywhere in your dishwasher if you're not putting them carefully in the little baskety mm-hmm. things. So yeah, I just innocently reach and I have, I'm looking right now at the scar on my arm. So just Word to the wise. I mean, I thought I was pretty wise, and yet still, here here we are with all these burn stories. So my husband always says I, I don't have very much common sense, which is kind of true. <laughs> He's like sometimes like you're a doctor, right? The things that my brain does not come up with that you'd think I would come up with it, and yet here here I am, academically successful. So bizarre. <laughs> I think it's we just focus really? so much on on that, but like you know, some of the the stuff that should be, you know, common sense just just isn't. So yes, totally. What is one surprising thing that nobody would know about you just by looking? One interesting thing is that from the outside perspective, I've gotten this many comments from my friends. <laughs> when they first meet me, I'm a little bit unapproachable. They they feel oh, like just uh-huh. yeah, it's mm-hmm. really weird. And I mean, honestly, I think it's just because Growing up, my parents would always say, you need to smile more and it would piss me off. And so I would just not Mm. smile. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I have, I give off like this aura of being unapproachable or almost like intimidating, which is totally like, if you get to know me, I mean, this is, this is pretty much me. I'm, I'm very, you know, like, listen, I spill hot wax on my broad self. So (laughs) exactly. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm like super down to earth, but I think it's just like, I almost have RBF. (laughs) Uh huh. Totally. I can relate. I gave this little short speech at high school graduation and so many people afterwards came up to me and were like, we thought you were so stuck up. And I was like, what? 
And, you know, it's so interesting how people's impression of you from the outside can be so different from Mm -hmm. what the truth is. I'm like, nobody can be intimidated by me. I mean, I am a hot mess on wheels, right? Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. I, and I'm so like, I'm warm and approachable. I'm not judgmental at all. I love people, but I was shy in high school. So people misread that Mm -hmm. as being unapproachable. And it is, it's so, when you find these things out, it's like, wait, are you kidding me? Like I went through four years of high school. People thought I was stuck up and here I was just like, so embarrassed to be alive and totally shy, you know? That's totally me. And I think it also, I'm an only child. And so my parents Mm. didn't really, they didn't really like me going out or, or hanging out with friends. And so for that reason, I always say I'm, I'm actually really socially awkward. And sometimes I say things like I don't really have a filter. (laughs) You didn't have practice. Exactly. So, I mean, I've heard like through the years that people just like, there are people who just hate me for no reason. And I'm just like, really? Yeah. And so, So I mean, it's just, they just don't know me. And so it's funny because one of my good friends now, she's still, she's still reminds me. We worked together on staff doing anesthesia for about six months before I did my fellowship. And we started at the same time. And she said initially she thought I was a big B mm-hmm. <laughs> because I was a little bit unapproachable. And then now we're like good friends. And it's just so funny because yeah. she's like, remember when I thought you were a big B? And I was like, uh-huh. you're not. like, you missed, you missed out on all the Michelle fabulousness all that time that you were misjudging yeah. me. Yes. Yeah. Ah, yeah. yeah. I totally relate. Luckily, she only misjudged me for like a week and then we became fast friends. <laughs> You broke through that wrong impression pretty quickly. That's awesome. (laughs) Tell my listeners all the places where they can find you online should you agree to be found. Well, I am on Instagram at Michelle Dang MD. So it's all one word. And so I post a lot of my fitness videos and uh, little tidbits about myself. I love cooking. So I've been starting to post a little bit more about my cooking there. I also, as you mentioned in the very beginning, have my own podcast. It's the Women's Integrative Summit on Health and Wellness. It's called the Wish Well Podcast. I love that name. Yeah. This uh, second season, I am posting or uh, releasing episodes on specific topics related to women's health and wellness. So it's definitely a passion project of mine just to share specific topics that a lot of women would want to hear about. So it's been super fun. I release episodes every Thursday and... Also, if you are a female physician and like to work out or want to have a community that supports fitness of all levels, I also have a Fit Female Physicians group on Facebook and also on Instagram. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to join that today. I love Facebook groups. It's so fun. Yes. Okay. And for those of you who don't like to look at the show notes, I'm going to spell Michelle's website name. It's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-D-A-N-G-M-D.com. So find her there. Yep. Awesome. Oh my gosh, Michelle, thank you so much for being with me today. This has been really fun. Super fun. Thank you so much again. Thank you so much for listening to the Fancy Free Podcast today. Wasn't Michelle cute? I just love her personality. She just kind of has this happy effervescent vibe. I love it. I didn't mention this to her when I was talking to her because it didn't occur to me. But when I was editing today, I was thinking both of these stories, there was gauze involved, which is kind of ironic considering she's a doctor. <laughs> Make sure to check out the show notes for today's episode at fancyfreepodcast.com slash episode 105 to get all of the links we discussed. I'm also putting a link to the part in the Tommy Boy movie that we referenced today. It's it's so, it's such a it's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, you got to check it out. As well as to all of the TV shows that Michelle mentioned and see a picture of this photo shoot that Michelle and her son did. 
Remember to follow the show wherever you listen to your podcast so that new episodes pop into your feed each week and so that you get extra episodes like today's. Also, make sure that you check out today's episode of the Wish Well podcast where Michelle interviews me. If you have a story to tell, email me at notfancy at fancyfreepodcast.com or go straight to fancyfreepodcast.com, click the big red button and record a voice memo right there for me. If you want more connection, laughter, and sharing, definitely join us in the Fancy Free Facebook group. Have a wonderful week and remember, no one is as fancy as they look. Bye.